0: Welcome to the career happiness podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I'm a careers advisor and business owner. In this podcast, we're going to talk about what your career means to you, and what uniquely defines your career and your version of success, and what it means for you to be career happy at work and in your business. This podcast is for professional women who are looking to gain more within their career to find a new job, find a new career, or potentially start a portfolio career or business. It's also for parents of teenagers who want to find out more about careers advice and information and feel like they wanna help their teenagers to go off and pursue careers that they actually really, really want. And lastly, it's for business owners and people who want to start a business and feel inspired by their career and business collectively. So I hope that you enjoy this new season of the podcast and thanks for listening. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how gender stereotypes have changed in the world of work. And I wanted to do this episode because this is a topic that comes up a lot when I have worked with young people, but it's also come up in conversation with some of the women I've worked with. So the main emphasis on this episode is how have gender stereotypes changed in the world of work? And I've been doing a lot of research on this and I want to take the first kind of a few minutes of this episode to really explain a few things around some basic gender stereotypes in schools. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at some of the articles that I found, um, a video I watched, um, which is in relation to this topic, ironically. And then also what I aim to do as well is that if you have any questions around this topic, please email me, please give me your thoughts, perspective. But also, lastly, what I want to say towards the end is I want to challenge you a little bit with some questions that I am going to ask you as listeners to think about. So we've got a um, three-approach format to this, a little bit of an explanation around some of the gender stereotypes I've heard as a careers advisor and growing up um, in general within the education system here in the UK. Looking at articles and then some questions that I want you to think about towards the end. So, let's start off with those typical gender stereotypes and things that may or may not have changed in the world. So, I just want to share a very, very quick story with you guys. I was in primary school in the 90s. And when I was in primary school in the 90s, I specifically remember an assembly that a teacher did where she was trying to educate us on careers. And I'm laughing because I'm remembering this teacher was a bit of a feminist and she really, really wanted to inspire and empower girls at that time to think beyond doing domesticated jobs or to think beyond doing stereotypical jobs. So... The whole point of her doing the assembly was to show a certain number of jobs like nursing, you know being a fireman, being a policeman, a doctor. Um, I think she also might have come up with scientists I can't remember, um, but she also kind of did like more domesticated things like um, I think, you know, like gender roles in terms of what women should or shouldn't be doing in the home, um, and the fact that a man can iron as well. It doesn't just have to be a woman. Um, And I'm talking about this back in the early 90s, by the way, guys. This is not me talking about this um, very recently. Um, But what I specifically remember about that assembly as a nine-year-old, as an eight, nine-year-old, is that this um, teacher challenged some of the kids who went up on stage because we were encouraged to go up and participate in the assembly And they said, oh no, my dad doesn't do the ironing, my mum does. So the idea of gender stereotypes doesn't just come from our work, it comes from the roles that we are given as women and men in our society. And I think this is a really, really important point for you to think about. One of my favourite YouTube channels, The Take, they explore a lot of gender roles And I will put a link to their YouTube channel so that you can go off and watch it. They have all sorts of different videos about movies, around gender stereotypes, around how problematic TV is in appealing to those gender stereotypes, and how we also as a society have a part to play in this. So I've mentioned the program Mad Men before. I mentioned it in a previous episode. And if we take some time to briefly look at the gender stereotypes in that particular program that actually was very very close in terms of a period drama historically to what was happening in the 1960s to the 1970s I'm not going to give a blow-by-blow approach I'm writing an article around how the world of work has changed for women which will hopefully be out um, in October so you can go off and read that but what I will mention is that in terms of the way it was structured periodically it was quite good in representing how there were educated women um, who um, may have become housewives as a result of, you know, having children and but actually wanting to be in their career. And then you have the other element in that TV program where people started out in a very kind of junior position and they ended up working their way up the ladder and actually marriage was on the back burner. And this is like in the 1960s, 1970s and you've got to remember during that period one of the reasons why the gender role the gender stereotype around you know the woman from the 1950s the I love Lucy you know um show which actually if you go back a watch yes it's funny but essentially she was working as a woman and her husband was still you know the main breadwinner but my point being is that we've come away from that bit by bit because in the 60s, feminism was something that was very, very apparent and a lot of people were fighting for gender equality. And then, you know, you've got um, the really, really famous lawyer in, in, in America, Ruth Ginsburg, who, you know, changed how law Was perceived in America. And also, you know, you had a lot of things that were going on in the UK in the 80s. We had our first ever UK female Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher. And, you know, she came from very, very humble beginnings. She came from a beginning where, you know, she was the daughter of a greengrocer who taught her a lot of, um, you know, skills in terms of working hard and working towards her dream and ambition. And so a lot of things changed between the 1950s to the 1980s in terms of how gender roles were perceived. A lot of women faced a lot of backlash for being their own person. You know, and then later on in the 90s you had unfortunately obviously Princess Diana was a lot there was a lot of stuff going on with her and what I would advise you to do if you're a professional woman listening to this podcast Please go back and do some reading around how um, women have been perceived in the media as well, because women always get the brunt of being perceived more negatively and positively in media. Princess Diana was unfortunately an example of that, and I won't give too much of a perspective of my opinion on that as a topic, because that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is to show how the gender stereotypes in terms of careers have changed in the world. And what you'll see is that bit by bit by bit, when women were becoming more empowered, they wanted to not just be a wife, they wanted to have a career, they wanted to go and do things. And in the 80s, there was this um, film, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie, I think it's Baby Boom with Diane Keaton, I've never seen it. But I remember it distinctly being on the telly once, and me accidentally watching it for like five minutes, I didn't really understand what was going on, I was about 10 or 11, I think at the time, actually, no, I think I was younger than that. And it was about a woman who suddenly became a parent because she was the next of kin, uh, but she was a career woman. So it was about balancing, okay, how am I going to become a career woman and a mum? And in a lot of cases, there were a lot of cases in the 90s where women who, if they were career women and they were almost, you know, working up the corporate ladder and they were single, they were adopting babies or, you know, they were using sperm donors to still become a working mum. So a lot of the ways of the world of work has changed. And if you Ever want to go back and to the '80s, which was a very interesting time. I mean, I was born in the '80s, but the reason why I mentioned the '80s specifically is because that was the time where we have, you know, Wall Street, and um, there was a lot of financial stuff <clears throat> going on. But that was also the time, you know, you've got the movie Nine to Five, where basically a lot of people who unfortunately were getting divorced and lots of things were happening and women were having to be independent to a movie like Working Girl with Melanie Griffin, where women were becoming smarter. They um, studied later on in life because they wanted to have a lot of ambition for themselves. But a lot of that has now taken us to the present day and the present day is all about us women and mums who are trying to balance our careers. I've mentioned my mum on this podcast before. And when I was growing up, I was seeing a lot of my family, friends and other people trying to cope with their careers and balancing and having to choose. The debate around that has widened a little bit more as a result of the pandemic. And I'm going to go through some articles in terms of what has happened due to the motherhood penalty. Because I think what a lot of people don't realise is that the motherhood penalty is something that um, hasn't just accidentally happened. It's happened because women are now more ambitious and they have a lot more ideology around what they really, really want. In terms of the stereotypes that we have with women, you know, not going into certain professions. So women, you know, going into more caring professions like nursing, like um, you know um, teaching all those sorts of professions and men going into professions that are more related to them becoming an engineer or a doctor or a scientist have these stereotypes changed that's something that I'm going to explore in the next part of the episode where I'm going to look at some articles that are found in terms of my research but I want you to really really build up a picture of whenever you were born whatever decade it may be you may not have been born in the 80s you may have been born sooner or later what did you see growing up when you were in school think about that for a minute before I go on to the next part but that is basically what I wanted to go through in terms of whether it's changed or not in this world of work well that's what we're going to see next but that is an overview of what I wanted to talk about in the first part of this episode today. So I found a lot of really, really interesting articles actually that I wanted to share with you guys. And um, the first article, which I'm going to just very, very briefly go through um, with you guys, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go and have a look. It's from the genderequalitylaw.org website. And it's looking at some of the gender roles and gender stereotypes that we have so typical things like girls playing with dolls boys should you know like blue green boys shouldn't wear dresses all those kind of really really unhelpful gender stereotypes which are not helpful in our today's society then during you know youth during more of the teenage years and growing up girls are not you know girls are not as interested in boys in stem subjects boys and men are expected to use violence and aggression to prove their manliness. Girls should be thin and beautiful to make them appealing to men. Girls are better at reading than boys, and boys are better at math. Things like that. And I actually remember a lot of these kind of things when I was growing up um, in primary school being the consensus, which isn't helpful. Then as adults, we have here some of the stereotypes of there is something wrong with a woman who doesn't want children, which is very problematic, let's be honest. Assertive women are unfeminine, are bossy, And there's some swear words there, which I'm not going to repeat on this podcast because I do not swear um, on this podcast. Women are natural nurturers. Men are natural leaders. Women don't need equal pay because they are supported by their husbands, which is really, really problematic. And women with children are less devoted to their jobs. Men who spend time with their family are less masculine and poor breadwinners um and there's some really interesting ones which are really not helpful for same-sex couples or transgender people and i'm going to quickly read them out and please note i'm reading this out from the gender equality law in terms of stereotypes these are not my beliefs or anything it's just a stereotype that a lot of people think same-sex couples cannot make good parents a transgender or gender non-conforming person is profoundly wrong of course that is all absolute nonsense and one more I'm going to read is women are too emotional to undertake certain types of work especially whilst pregnant and men are too impersonal and not emotional apt to take on tasks better done by women so these are all the different stereotypes and what I'll do is I will put those in the show notes you can go and read these are examples of gender stereotypes from our early years to youth to adulthood And many of you may have heard a lot of these, not just culturally, within your own particular unique culture, but within a society as a whole. Um, And it's important to realise that gender stereotypes are formed from early years to beyond. And we as a society still need to do a lot of work around that. But I think that going and having a read of this may be useful for you to look at. Now what I'm going to quickly do is I found a really, really interesting article from Michael Page. And I'm just going to do a quick overview of the article for you guys in terms of what I found and in terms of gender stereotypes, and um, whether things have changed or not. And this, I think, was published in 2020. It's not quite clear from the article here below, but I'll go back and have a look in a minute and I'll make sure that I reference that in the Um, show notes but it says here four out of five children think banking is a man's job and nursing is a woman so this is a study of actual children aged between seven and eleven and their perceptions so some of the stats really really quickly 80% of children drew bankers as male 80% 80% of children drew nurses as female. So that stereotype that I was talking about earlier from my childhood assembly doesn't sound as though things have changed really that much in terms of the gender balance, or gender equality. 65% of children drew lawyers male, making it the most gender balance of the four professions. So you can go and read those findings. But what's really interesting here is they have opinions from a child psychologist Um, who has said the psychological danger of stereotypes like this during childhood is that the children's future ambitions and employment aspirations can be unnecessarily limited by their own job gender perceptions and expectations irrespective of their actual ability and that children might fail to even consider job possibilities associated with the opposite gender and this is the problem I'm going to be talking in another um, article well there's another article here that's all about STEM careers. This is one of the reasons why I really think that STEM careers are not promoted enough within childhood, and a lot of women don't get drawn to STEM careers. And there's some really, really interesting arguments within this article, but they have a little table here which is all about how the top 10 career choices for girls and boys, and the top one for girls, unfortunately, is teacher, vet, scientist, designer. Answer. so that's not too bad but you do have things like very stereotypical things like beautician makeup artist gymnast hairdresser for boys you've got you know footballer policeman computer designer fireman pilot again there are some unusual job choices here which is good it's good but it seems as though um <laughs> i'm laughing when i'm saying this it seems as though those stereotypes haven't changed as much so that's an interesting one for you to go back and look at as you know a parent and a professional woman um to to go and look at so if we look at another one the one that I just was quickly mentioning actually um in terms of stem related stuff and I'm very very um passionate about talking about stem for women because I do feel like there needs to be more done this article is all about women face motherhood penalty in stem careers long before they actually become mothers So um, it says here that not only are women unrepresented in STEM workforce, which is not unsurprising, unfortunately, um, they're only 20% of the tendered professorships in physical sciences and 15% in engineering. And that was in 2017, that particular stat. And this article actually goes through some of the things that happens in terms of women not being able to thrive in a STEM career as the result of having to be a mum, some of the gender issues they have. um, And this is something that is long-going, and I've heard stories about this from um, people that I know as well. But these, you know inaccurate stereotypes it says here it says research shows that mothers in high status elite professions ones that demand significant levels of training and long hours are no less committed or productive than fathers yet inaccurate stereotypes persist and are a critical source of discrimination so the problem with stereotypes is that they really really build up not only this discrimination but they stop women from going into these professions and thriving and advancing in these professions. And there's some really, really interesting things here about the fact that, you know, um, motherhood is still associated primarily with the main woman being the caregiver. And, you know, it, it says here that high salaries, flexible work, hours to access health insurance, you know, that the particularly STEM careers are not really supportive in helping women to thrive in their careers. So this is a really, really interesting article that I would advise you to go and have a read of. Um, And again, I did find something here, women in male-dominated industries and occupations. This is a quick take. Male-dominated occupations are those that compromise of 20% or fewer of women. Um, These stats are from the United States. But what's interesting is, some of the things that have come up here, I've actually mentioned in previous episodes about some of the, face, some of the things that women face in male-dominated workplace cultures. Societal expectations, um, stereotypes of them having to be a caring mother or office housekeeper, high stress and anxiety compared to women working in other fields, um, lack of mentoring and career developmental opportunities, sexual harassment. So that's another element because it's male-dominated, You know, things like sexual harassment, things like men not wanting to support women. Um, I was very briefly watching something the other day. And it's not something that I'm probably going to be able to continue watching because there's so many TV shows. It's a drama that's on Netflix called The Chair. And it's all about people who are in universities and the dynamics with the workforces between Um, people in um, universities and the person who is the chair in that college or university is a woman but not only is she a woman she is of Asian descent and that has opened up a lot of can of worms because I think there's a one professor who um, is working with another colleague who happens to be black and he's not giving her the learning and the um, opportunities to really really be able to thrive He is seeing her as an assistant rather than somebody who is his colleague and, you know, someone who is on level pegging with him. And that is something that a lot of people experience in the workplace in male-dominated industries. And that's an example of something that I've seen on the TV but I've also heard from my clients. And I think that within STEM subjects or male-dominated industries like education, you know, a lot of lecturers are men, For example, um, it, it can be, depending on the subject, especially if it's a STEM subject, it can be really, really difficult. And you've got some things here around the gender pay gap. And that's another thing that really, really comes into play. And that, I think, is something for you to really, really think about. And there are some few other articles. I'm not going to go through every single one, but I just wanted to really just demonstrate some of the research that I went through and some of the things that I did about how, um, you know, people are trying to debunk gender stereotypes, which is quite an interesting read. But the last one that I thought was really, really interesting, um, well, the last two, stereotypes are still the biggest um, you know, barrier for women reaching corporate heights. And this was published in May 2021. So not that long ago. So this is what I'm saying. Things haven't changed as much as we would believe them to. Things are changing, but Until those stereotypes and those beliefs change, we're not going to be able to have that gender equality that we want for women. But this article I found really inspiring and really interesting. This was written in March 2021 by FE News. And this was all around kind of how um, STEM, engineering, technology, girls are getting more interested and they're choosing more careers and trying to squash those stereotypes. But I do feel like even though that's happening, We still have a way to go with that. So those are the main articles that I really wanted to share with you guys. I now want you to think about a couple of things before I kind of um, finish this episode today. Some questions for you as the listener of this podcast today. I want you to take some time to reflect on gender stereotypes that you see every day in your life in your career, that you've seen in your career, that you've seen maybe in your childhood. What are the gender stereotypes, if you're a parent listening to this of a teenager right now, that your child has heard in school? Please, please reflect on this because schools are still in danger of doing this a little bit and um, schools are not only in danger of doing gender stereotypes, they're also very, very inclined to do stereotypes in terms of Race as well. I've seen this in certain schools, and it does worry me when children are boxed into a certain box and they're stereotyped like, oh, got an Asian kid here, they must be good at maths. You know, maybe they should consider a career in um, science or maths because they've been predicted all these A stars. And I think there needs to be a little bit more of a discussion around the unhealthy stereotypes that are going on in schools. And we also need to be responsible as people to break and squash some of those. So I really, really feel that engineering is a field that I've had discussions with, with students, you know, girls, students are interested in STEM. It's not that they're not interested in STEM. It's just they don't have sometimes the encouragement or support to go into engineering, to go into technology, to become, you know, a maths professor, whatever it is, to really, really build on their STEM knowledge. They're encouraged to go and study English, journalism, nursing, you know. And in some cases, yes, we do have a lot of women going into medicine, and that's great. We need that. But unfortunately, if you look at the board of directors and the people who are the consultants, most of them are men. And I don't mean to say that in a negative way, But we really, really need to get that balance a little bit better. And the only way we can do that is if we have open and varied discussions with teenagers now who are thinking about career choices. And not just teenagers, younger people when they're really, really young. We're really, really having conversations. And for those women who are professional women listening to this podcast, I want to say to you, what were the unhealthy stereotypes that you saw when you were growing up? have influenced your decision to go into one career rather than another. One of the other links that I'm going to include in the show notes for you to go off and have a watch of is a video that where um, this morning we're talking to a female lorry driver. A lot of people are not willing to look at careers that are needed within the economy at the minute. I'm not saying that you must go and consider a job which is you know um, not education based or not training based but there are a lot of jobs out there that still require a lot of training and are more practical and someone who is maybe not enjoying their studies may want to do something a little bit more practical they may want to be a plumber or a lorry driver and this video was really interesting because they're trying to encourage more women to go into lorry driving and careers that are not stereotypically you know set with women in mind and we also need to quash the stereotype for example of you know the other day I was having a conversation with someone and they were asking me are there male you know midwives are there male nurses obviously there are The thing is, is that as a society, we put a negative perception on those careers being male-based. Just like there is a lot of a negative stereotype of female engineers or female plumbers. And there are female plumbers out there. You know, there are even female, like, uh, builders out there. But we're unfortunately in the construction world, because it's still very dominated There is not a lot of support for women to really, really be able to thrive or want to even know about those careers, even if they have interest in that. One thing that I will say that has changed in terms of gender stereotypes, and that we, as a nation, should be proud of here in the UK, is that female football is a thriving, thriving thing, and that makes me proud as a woman to say that. I don't watch female football, by the way, but. Um obviously, um, I am aware of the uh, footballer who's become a presenter, a female footballer. I've forgotten her name now. Her name's completely slipped my mind. I think it's Alex. And, you know, she's done a lot to really, really raise the visibility of um, female football. In general and you know she presents and i think that that is really really important it's really really important for girls and women to see more women in sports i really think that things like the olympics helps with that a lot um someone like someone like no, soccer, you know, I do think that basically there are a lot of really, really inspiring, inspirational people. One of the people who I was always really inspired by, because I love watching tennis and I've mentioned this before I know, on the podcast, is Serena Williams. I always loved watching Serena Williams and I still find her amazingly inspiring. And we do need more women in sports in general um, but we need more women in non-stereotypical careers. Not just STEM careers, but any career where you don't envision a woman, you know? Like I feel like we have still a lot of work to do on this one. Um, within the field that I'm in, careers advice, I'm I feel that when I was training, there were a lot of women and there are men as well. It is more female led, I believe. But I do feel that we need to change those gender dynamics and we need to be able to see who is at the heads of the table, who are on the boards, who are the chairs, who are the heads. This is still a challenge that I feel even through time is going to be a long battle. And a lot of people will say that motherhood and being a mum has had a part to play in that. Yeah, probably it has. Yeah, probably it has. I'm not going to disagree with that. But what I will say is that we need to start teaching children and young people to challenge those stereotypes and be able to see more female engineers, be able to see more female builders, be able to see more women who are at the heads of those boards making those top decisions. Maybe from one day, hopefully seeing a female president in America and having another female prime minister. Unfortunately, I do feel like these stereotypes in terms of behaviours of a woman being aggressive or a woman being assertive have not helped the gender dynamics of um, how women are. And that's not, that's not helpful. I mean, if you look at somebody like Jacinta Barden, the, um, presid- the Prime Minister sorry, of New Zealand, she inspires a lot of people and we need more leaders like that, definitely. But we also need to be able to have an influence, where in terms of how gender stereotypes are forming, we are allowing children to really, really be open and expressive in their ideas and their career influences. So there should be a wide range of people that girls are watching. There should be a wide, you know, range of people that um, young people and professional women are looking to to inspire them. It shouldn't just be one versus another. There shouldn't be that kind of stereotypical divide of a bias where you're only looking one way. You should be open to things. And that's where I'm going to end this podcast episode. And I'm just going to say to you, in terms of challenging, challenging you a little bit, if you're a parent, I want to challenge you to have a conversation with your son or daughter and ask them about, particular careers and what their gender stereotypes are. If you're a professional woman listening to this who is looking at their career in a really different way, I want you to take some time to think about your own gender stereotypes with perceptions to certain careers and also look at the fact that is there anything that I want to do that is not atypical And is that okay for me? Because I think a lot of people carry around a lot of shame and judgment around this. And it's about defining what you want, not what anybody else wants. So I really, really hope you you take that lesson from this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And if you have any more thoughts around this, any questions, please email me. Thanks so much. I really appreciate all of you who listen to this podcast share it have subscribed already and left me a review but I would really really appreciate if you haven't left a review and you're a loyal listener that you please take the time if you have an apple podcasts account to leave me a review if you're not on apple as I know many of you aren't please share it also if there was a topic or if there was something that you think could really make a difference to someone, tell people about it. The more visibility this podcast has, the more difference it's going to make to people's lives and people's careers. Thanks so much.